welcome back to the Dead Drop Game News podcast, your secure download of video game news from across the industry twice a week in under 10 minutes. I'm your host, Matthew Bliss, and today's news stories are really focused on the industry, with more on Activision Blizzard, everything from the Xbox and Bethesda Developer Direct last week, and even a little bit about the licensing around D&D, which we haven't covered on the show just yet. Of course, for all the stories from today's episode, head to deaddroppodcast.com. Send your questions and shout-outs for the upcoming community episodes to network at deaddroppodcast.com. Now let's get into the headlines for the 30th of January, 2023. On Thursday last week, we saw the Bethesda and Xbox Developer Direct take place, the first one for the year, and they've started off pretty well. While the updates were sparing, The games that they did reveal updates for, or that they released on the day, were particularly important or intriguing. First off, Redfall is coming to Xbox Series X, S and PC on May 2nd, so it got a release date after being delayed last year alongside Starfield. A new game, Hi-Fi Rush by Tango Gameworks, was announced and released during the Direct, and I've already given that one a go, it's available on Game Pass, it is excellent. I would highly urge you to try out that new rhythm-based game, Hi-Fi Rush. We got a look at Forza Motorsport, the next Forza upcoming in the series, though there was a couple of rumors that it may be delayed until later this year. We also saw information about Minecraft Legends launching on April 18th across all platforms, and the thing that everybody was holding out for, the Elder Scrolls Online Necrom release date, which will be coming in June as an addition to the ESO experience, and it will open up an area of Morrowind, which players haven't seen in the Elder Scrolls universe since The Elder Scrolls 3. As I said, the game updates and announcements were sparing, but they were big, they were flashy, and if you'd like to check them out, the link is in the show notes. It seems that Activision Blizzard has gotten their way this time, but not in a good way. The Communications Workers of America has dropped their request for a union vote at Activision Blizzard's proletariat studio, after the CEO made the ability to have a free and fair election pretty much impossible. Based on reports from both employees and the CEO himself, it seemed like there were messaging coming from the leadership team in the studio that was very confrontational and almost tantamount to bullying their staff to not participate in this election, or at the very least, making them think that if they did vote for a union, that perhaps there would be more at risk than just their jobs. The CEO, Seth Sivak, seems to be boasting the idea that the CWA has removed their union objections at the studio, saying that there's no need for it, that it's acknowledgement that proletariat workers don't actually want this. But to me, it sounds like corporate America taking the reins and removing rights from these employees to make their own work conditions possible. One sad story, luckily there hasn't been as many sad stories with other studios as part of these union bargaining agreements from within Activision Blizzard. Hopefully there's going to be an avenue for these employees to seek it at some point in the future. I know, I know, before you say it, there is a lot of The Last of Us news at the moment, but that's the news cycle for at least as long as this TV show is going. And it seems like the conversations in the game space are happening too, where Naughty Dog has come out and said very specifically that it has moved on from Uncharted and could do the same with The Last of Us as well. This is how the media is framing that conversation, but what Neil Druckmann, the director of the game, has largely said 
is that Sony isn't pressuring them to create a third part to The Last of Us series, should they decide not to continue with it. Considering a multiplayer game is coming out for The Last of Us as well, then perhaps they won't even make one. But they have confirmed at the very least that there will be no more Uncharted games. On a similar note, HBO's The Last of Us series has officially been renewed for a second season. Again, Neil Druckmann says he is humbled, honoured and frankly overwhelmed by the response. And in fact, Bella Ramsey had come out in social media saying that if people keep watching, it'll likely get renewed. On that front as well, it appears that episode one of The Last of Us is now free and available to watch on YouTube. So if you don't have HBO Max or Binge, if you're in Australia, then you can head to the Sky TV YouTube channel and watch it for free. Wizards of the Coast, the current owner and distributor of the open gaming license attached to the Dungeons & Dragons system, made a change not too long ago that threw the community into disarray, mostly because it pushed a lot of open systems that were relying on it to have to pay for it. The number of podcasts, video shows, TV programs, all based on the Dungeons & Dragons system as a tabletop RPG, would use this, so it would obviously put them out quite a bit if they had to register and pay royalties just to use that system. So what Wizards of the Coast did after making that change is kind of finessing it a little bit so it was a little bit more open, but after they surveyed a number of users about the changes, they said that they didn't want to have to publish or pay any money to make it happen, so they have completely backpedaled into making it open just like it was. Specifically, they have left the Open Gaming License 1.0 in place and also putting the latest Dungeons & Dragons systems reference document under a Creative Commons license, which makes it available to everybody. A quick update on the Riot Games hack from last week. Riot has come out and confirmed that there was no user informational credentials leaked in the hack, but they are being held to ransom. The letter has been revealed to demand $10 million with offers to remove the code from the servers and provide insights on how the breach occurred. But it sounds like Riot Games is not going to negotiate, will not pay, and will likely do their best to observe where potential cheat methods might come for League of Legends and other games that could be affected. Popular creator of Rick and Morty and Squanch Games, responsible for High on Life, recently released, Justin Roiland has resigned from all aspects of both of these products following domestic abuse charges that were placed against him. The charges relate to an alleged incident in 2020, so fairly recently, and Roiland was charged with one count of domestic battery with corporal injury and one count of false imprisonment by menace, violence, fraud, or deceit. This is a big deal, but you should know that Rick and Morty and the Squanch Games teams will both be continuing with their projects, even in the absence of Roiland. Developer Fantastic, currently developing the day before game, will not be releasing as expected because they forgot to trademark their game name. It seems that they were approached by someone after they were blocked on Steam saying that they have trademarked the game's name and that work will need to be done by the studio in order to be able to release their game. And yet they came out and said that they wanted to delay for nine months, which is fairly unusual. It has people who have been following the game and its progress and development wondering if the game even exists. With the amount of indie game abandonware that takes place these days, these could be warranted, but the studio isn't releasing information specifically one way or the other. Back into Microsoft acquisitions, it seems that the FTC has preemptively sued Microsoft 
in order to stop the EU from accepting a settlement to proceed with the Activision deal. For more about the FTC suit and about the EU, listen to the episode from last week. But it sounds like the FTC just needed to do some posturing to ensure that the EU wasn't just going to let this fly through. And now for some specific game news and releases this week. GoldenEye 007 is now available on Nintendo Switch Online. This means that you'll be able to access it on the Switch, but only if you have the NSO Online subscription service. Dead Space came out as expected on the 27th of January as well, and it seems like everybody's happy with it. And additionally, the studio has come out and confirmed that it has a secret ending and a new game plus, something a little bit different from the previous version. Ubisoft is currently developing Far Cry 7 and a Far Cry multiplayer, which is standalone from the regular series. And your two Epic Store free games for this week is Hell Is Others and Adios. Both are linked in the show notes. Those are the big gaming headlines for the 30th of January, 2023. For show notes, transcripts and more, head to deaddroppodcast.com. If you like this show, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can also send your feedback through to me instead and include shout-outs for the monthly Network Bulletin. You can send those to network at deaddroppodcast.com. Join me every Monday and Thursday for the latest game news and make sure to tell your friends about the Dead Drop. Stay safe, stay well, and I'll see you here in a couple of days. For my special secret section squad, definitely play Hi-Fi Rush. It's a rhythm game, it's a platformer, reminds me of Kingdom Hearts. Get into it.